While most Christians will affirm their faith in the midst of crisis, many others will reject it. The Christian walk involves numerous testing and trials of our faith. We must keep in mind that the world is consistently moving in the opposite direction of our faith in God. Whatever we declare God to be, the enemy will assault that testimony. There are times in life where we might find ourselves caught between a rock and a hard place. And in those situations, we need to draw closer to the promises of God's word. Come, let's join Ella Thornton as he explains. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We appreciate you. Now we ask for your blessing in this place. Show yourself mighty. Show yourself strong. Father, I'll decrease that you may increase. Speak out of eternity. Give us what to say and how to say it. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice. Regardless of what they are going through, what they are dealing with, I pray in the name of Jesus that you speak a word, God. Let it fall like rain. Help your people everywhere. Strengthen them. Build them up. Increase their faith. Stop out their doubts. Ah, God, we yet magnify you for who you are. And we thank you for what our ears shall hear. Our eyes shall see. We'll declare your glory in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, now, if that clap was for me, that would be more than adequate. But praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, bless him. Add strength to your hands. God's been good to you and good for you. Come on and give God some praise. Give him some praise. Honor him. Thank him. Magnify him. There's nobody like him. He's a good God. We do greet you in the name of Jesus. It is a privilege and an honor, amen, to come into your great city, amen, and to come to share with you, and shortly after we are done, we'll share with you again, amen, but it is indeed a privilege to come and preach the gospel, amen. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation, unto them that believe. We do give honor, amen, as mentioned before. Amen, our bishop, amen, Bishop C.D. Williams, we do honor, amen, your pastor, amen, amen. I do honor the first lady, amen, to uh, amen, my good friend, amen, we bless you, Elder Hayes, Mother Hayes, it's good to see you, amen. And all of the people of God, we do honor all that will live holy, 
Amen. God's people are somebody. I don't care where you sit. If you're in the house, you somebody. It does not matter. So we do greet all of you in the name of the Lord. Now, my, I'm going to attempt to be your favorite preacher by not keeping you a long time. Is that all right? Amen. We do want to share a word from the Lord that I know I don't think. I know it'll bless you. Amen. God's word is always a blessing. It just needs some faith to hit it. And so we want to share a little with you. Amen. It is good. I'm going to try, amen, to get another invitation to come see, amen, this great city again. I wanted to come, amen, and the door was open and the hospitality has been uh, great and great. I've really enjoyed uh, my time here. And beloved, I will share uh, out of the book of Daniel, if you will cruise there to the third chapter, and we'll talk a little out there, out of Daniel 3, verses 14. And I want to say before we read this scripture, I want to encourage all that will hear grab a hold of God while you can get it because we are in perilous times and as the apostle Paul alluded to that there hath come a seducing spirit and it is running rapid in the church and it is loosened the tentacles of the faith where God doesn't look like God anymore. You can do anything, say anything, and still call yourself holy. Uh, and we have moved somewhat away from the things that kept the pioneers of our day. So we want to share uh, out of the word of God. Daniel 3, and let's look at verses 13, and we'll cruise down to 18. I'm going to ask that you stand at the reading of God's word. Daniel 3, verse 13, and we'll go down to 18, and also put your hands in Revelation, the 12th chapter verses 10 through 11 when you're there shall praise the Lord if not just a preacher hold up all right we all there Daniel 3 I'll be reading out of the King James Version starting at verse 13 through 18 and the word of the Lord reads, Then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, 
Oh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now if ye be ready that at what time ye hear the sound of the clarinet, the flute, the harp, the sax, but the psalmstreet, and the dulcimer, all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Revelations 12, verses 10 and 11. And I heard a loud voice saying, In heaven now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their what? Their testimony and they love not their lives unto death. I just want you to touch the person next to you and tell them before I take it back. I'll add more to it. Touch them again and tell them before I take it back, I'll add more to it. You may be seated in the presence of God. That is a bold declaration, but it must be among the believer. Before I let that devil make me take it back, I'll add. More to it. I'll add a whole lot more to it. I want to share with you an article written by John W. Lottis, which was dated here May 2013, called Debunking Christianity. And this particular article lists five, and I'm only going to read one, factor that causes believers to lose their faith. Uh, he starts off and says, a crisis of some kind that cannot be reconciled with one's faith. It could be the loss of a child to leukemia being molested or a tornado that ripped through one's house. It could be bankruptcy or being sent to prison when innocent. Or it could be the loss of one's life savings because of a con artist. 
It could be noticeable hypocrisy from church members, a church fight, or being ostracized by the church rather than cared for in times of need. The church is, after all, the one place where they shoot their wounded. Ah, Lord. And when cast aside by the church, these believers must deal with any doubts on their own. And at this point, they are free to question what they truly ever believed. Many different tragic events could cause Christians to question their faith. While most Christians will affirm their faith in the midst of crisis, many others will reject it. Ah, debunking Christianity. Well, I like the way the psalmist declared it. He said in Psalms 34 and 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord has delivered him out of them all. Every believer must settle in their minds. They have, we have an enemy that has sworn to make us rescind what we have declared about God. Whatever we declare God to be, the enemy will assault that testimony. Jesus declared the devil comes for one purpose and one purpose alone. He cometh to kill, steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I came that ye may have life and have that life, how? More abundantly. Satan desires to delete our testimony and backspace our praise. God, if you call God faithful, the enemy of our souls will try to prove him unfaithful. Call God a way maker. He'll create barriers and walls in order to persuade you he can't help you. Call God a healer. He'll afflict you. Afflict your body and bring doubt to your mind. Call God the prince of peace and a war break out down in your spirit. His job, his job is to cause a believer to pull back the testimony. What the devil is trying to do is stop God's word from ever germinating in our lives. Jesus declared in Mark 16 and 18, and I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the believer must have this testimony. You cannot wait in order to affiliate or to affirm what you believe in God. Uh, the enemy's job is to make you take it back. Uh, he wants to create such turmoil. He wants to create such chaos uh, that you will think twice before you call God something. Uh, but God sent me uh, here in Fairbanks to tell you uh, before you take it back uh, you ought to add more to it uh, you ought to be able to tell that devil uh, if you 
think you had problems with what I've said before, wait till you hear this next thing that I'm going to call God. I'm not just going to call him a way maker. I'm going to tell you he's a bridge over troubled waters. I'm not just going to call him a prince of peace, but I'm going to call him a wheel in the middle of a wheel. I'm not just going to call him a savior. I'm going to call him the bishop of souls. Hit somebody and tell them before I take it back. I'll add more to it. Hallelujah. So then I like the way the apostle Paul puts it. In 2 Corinthians, he picks it up so eloquently and Paul says it this way. Paul says, I agree we have trouble. I agree we go through, but can I help you? Paul says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. The excellency of the power may be of God and not of ourselves. We are troubled on every side, yet not in distress. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Catched down, but not destroyed. Always bearing up the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, for which we live are we delivered unto death for Jesus sake that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in my body see this is what Paul said Paul concluded everything that he ever been through and Paul said I agree that we go through but before I take my testimony back I'll add a whole lot to it so then it is the hope that purifies the soul and reaffirms our faith in Christ. The Bible records that, that God must believe that he is who he is and that we must have that kind of faith to believe that God is a reward of them that will diligently seek him. And Peter brings it up even better. He said, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials uh, as some strange things should happen to you. Uh, I came to tell you uh, if you are living a life and you have no trouble, uh, you better check your God meter uh, and see are you on the right track uh, because my Bible tells me uh, many are the afflictions of the righteous uh, but God has delivered us uh, out of them all uh, and then it brings us to our story. These three men have gotten themselves in trouble because they refuse to conform. See, the problem with the church, we have conformed to our surroundings instead of our surroundings conforming to us. God told us, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is why the enemy, he goes after the mind. He wants to convince the believer it's not worth doing anymore. The harder you try, the 
deeper you're into it, uh, the more you pray, uh, the more trouble you got. Uh, and they found themselves uh, caught between a rock and a hard place. Uh, that's not a bad place uh, to be at uh, when you understand your God uh, is a rock in a weary land. Uh, hit somebody and tell them, uh, I will not give up. Uh, I won't turn back. Uh, and so these three Hebrew boys, uh, they are faced with the fiery furnace. Uh, look at this. Uh, this is a life and death situation. Uh, they are not playing. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar uh, has his reputation. Uh, he must uphold. Uh, he's going to uh, put them in the fire. Uh, they make a bold statement. Uh, we're not going to serve uh, your God. Uh, I wonder, is there anybody left that can tell the devil, regardless of what you do, I will not turn around. I wonder, is there anybody that still stands and say, for God I'll live and for God I'll die. They stood and looked that devil in the face and told him God is able to keep us from falling. But sir, notice on that devil, if God don't do it, he's still able. And that's what you got to tell yourself. If nobody get healed, he's still, he's still able. If I die, he's still a healer. If I don't make it, he still makes a way. Shout yes. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So look at this. So then they have to face their nightmares. For what will a man exchange for his soul? So they look at this enemy and they make this declaration. I will not serve your God. See the enemy. He tries to convince us. You had it better when you was in the world. You had more stuff when you was in the world. You had more friends when you was in the world. And so he talks to our minds uh, to convince us to go back uh, because he heard your testimony. Uh, can I preach like I feel it? Uh, he heard your testimony uh, when you said uh, on the altar, uh, I'll serve the Lord uh, until I die. Uh, he was standing there taking inventory uh, and he's going to recall it back to you. Uh, but he's not going to wait uh, until you have have strength, but he's going to wait until your strength have run out. He's going to wait until your bills mount up. He's going to wait until you are afflicted in your body and he's going to challenge the word in you. He's going to challenge what you think about God. But I came to Fairbanks to tell you hold your testimony. Refuse to let God go. If I perish, let me perish. But hang on 
until your testimony, God is looking for somebody that'll hold on regardless of the storm. You are holding what God said because I heard the word say, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he shall repent. Have God said it, shall he not do it? Yes, if God said you are coming out, start running. If God said he gonna give it to you, start leaping, shout yes. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You've got to refuse to let go. You gotta hang on and tell that devil, before I take it back, I'll add more to it. Can I tell my story? See, it was years ago when I was just starting to preach. I fell off of a cliff, snapped my knee, and the enemy told me, look at this. You can serve the Lord. You can preach, but God is not going to heal you. They say you may never be able to walk. You may never be able to run and so I sat there in a pity party but somebody told me he is who he said he is and he can do what he said he can do and so here I was in church wanting to be healed but it seems that God's not going to heal and so the enemy says you've read it but maybe God don't do that anymore. He may have healed before, but he's not healing anymore. But how many know without faith, it's impossible to please God. For they that come to God must believe that he's able to do what you request. So I shook myself, got myself together. I went in there, rods up my leg, two crutches, and I sat down. I didn't care what somebody else came. I came to be healed. I came to be a walking miracle. I came to make the devil out of a lie. My faith was greater than it had ever been. And I heard the Lord say, get up. Get up. And the enemy told me, if you stand up, you're going to break loose the laws. If you stand up, you are going to run your life. But God did better than that. He said, leap with those rods on your leg. Leap for joy. I got the leaping got to running. The rod broke loose. The stitches let go. I ran. Ran into a miracle. I ran. Ran into healing. I walked out of that church with my crutches on my back. Telling the devil before I take it back I'll add more to it. I'll add. I'll add. Walked out of there. Surgery three days. 
with the crutches on my back, God had completely healed me. Completely mended the bone. The devil tried to make me take it back. God don't do it no more. But where God meet faith, where God, man's extremity is God's opportunity. You can't give up on God. You got to hold your testimony and refuse to take it back. If you said God supplied all of my needs, I don't care if you don't have a dime in the bank. Keep claiming it. Keep speaking it. Keep believing it. Don't take it back. You call him a healer? Keep calling him a healer. Pains in your body. But keep declaring I'm healed. The enemy has tricked the church. He tell us it's going to be embarrassing for you to claim one thing. And it never happens. And he speak and we sit down and say nothing. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because if it don't come true, then I'll be made out of a lie. God will never be a lie. He can't be a lie. If the Lord said it. If the Lord said it. If the Lord said it said it you can count on it you can count on it he'll do what he said he'll do he'll do it you know not how he's gonna do it and this is why the enemy fights you he wants you to give up because when you give up you've already lost but as long as you're saying something you got an opportunity to reap what God is placing in your spirit. But if you give up, the Bible declares hope that is seen is not hope. For if you see what you got a hope in, then what is that a hope in? God is not going to show you everything before you believe it. You got to believe it in order to see it. Oh, y'all ain't hearing what I'm telling you. The body of Christ... We have one of the greatest opportunities. But we are fighting the enemy. And we have not been able to be honest. We have not been able to say, I have lost faith. I at one time believed he really was going to do it. But listening to everything around me, I lost the faith. And I'm here to tell you, saints, going on don't heal all things. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm telling you. We think if we just go on, don't bring it up, it'll just be all right. But I was telling your pastor, even when we were sitting in the back, I said, Pastor, we have to live lives of no regrets. We regret things because we didn't seize the moment. We didn't seize it. And we thought if we didn't bring it up, we just forget about it. But you understand, understand how the enemy works. If he can get you to let go of this, he'll get you to let go of that. 
it doesn't stop just with one thing. But if you can believe for this, you can believe for that. And faith is what the Bible tells us. Contend for the faith. Fight for the faith. That was once delivered to the saints. That's what God gave us is faith. And everything that we have gotten, we've got by faith. The church have never needed to beg the world for anything. He never, but we have to beg the world because we don't have faith. He never told us to go to the world. He told us even when we were wounded, ye be that be spiritual. Restore. Never told us we had to sit with unbelievers and talk about our God. It is not God's will. And we have to get back the faith. I don't care what we got to do. On our knees, our plate up. We got to get back a hold of the faith that was once delivered to the saints. I'm going to pray. Rest on your feet. We're going to pray. But I want to pray for some honest folks that can truly say, Preacher, I know God sent me to hear it. Because I've let go. I did believe it. But so many things happened. I didn't think it was going to happen for me. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think it could occur for me. I'm telling you down in Anchorage, we are in an absolute blowout revival. We are in a blowout revival. To the point we set our clocks when we get in church on the time the word was spoken. Because we believe God. When he tells us he's going to do it. We write down when he said it. Because we believe. Saints, I'm going to tell you. We have not. Because we ask not. And even when we ask, we ask in unbelief. When you really, here's why I tell the saints everywhere I go. When you pray and you don't leap up in joy, do you really believe what you said? When you pray, if you don't break out into a dance, then do you really believe? Do you really believe in what you are saying. The enemy have cheated us. But it's time to get it back. It's time to get it back. Those eyes closed. Think about what you let go of. And what you need from God. Father we honor you.
we thank you. We don't even know where to start. We can't even point to where it went wrong. Where we stop feeling like you would do it. Where we stop feeling like you, we were worthy. We can't point to the place, the hour, the time, or the day. But what we can do is point out the symptoms. You came that we should have life. This doesn't look like abundant life. Neither does it feel like it. Father, there's those that have been believing you. And Father, they was on the threshold of the greatest breakthrough they would have ever saw. But an enemy came in and sold doubt. And God, you are true to your word. You are true. You cannot overlook your word. You declare they that come to you must believe that you are and believe that you are reward of them that are diligently seek you. You said without faith it's impossible to please you. So God the enemy came in and ensured he bought doubt. Just like the man with the paralegic boy. As the devil threw him the man said I want faith. I should believe but help thou my unbelief. So father today I pray I pray I pray for thee that are here you know what they are going through you know the situation better than they do and so I pray for a reset set the dial back bring the opportunity forward father do it again give them the testimony to add to what they have declared about you. If they tell their family, their co-workers, that you are mighty God, then I pray in the name of Jesus that regardless of what happens, they will not only declare you a mighty God, but declare you sovereign. And after they declare you sovereign, they will cause you the only wise God. Don't let their testimony go down. Those that need in healing God, regardless of what the report have said, I pray in the name of Jesus, they would believe you even facing the situation. Even as these three Hebrew boys was facing death, they made a declaration, be it known unto you, our God is able, but even if he don't, he still can. But we won't change our report. So, Father, we thank you. We are truly overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So I pray, God, I pray that your people grab hold of faith. Starve out their doubt. Feed their faith today. Don't let them be the same. But God, shake the foundation they stand on. Do it in the name of Jesus.
and we'll give you praise. We'll give you thanks. We'll give you glory. Come on, clap your hands and bless him. Come on, clap your hands and bless him. Come on, add strength to your hands. Add strength to your hands. Hallelujah. Come on, tell God something. Tell God something. Tell him what you believe in him for. Hallelujah. Believe God. Believe God. Believe him. He'll do it. Ah, he'll do it. He'll do it. Man, believe him. He'll do it. He'll do it. Don't give up on him. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you. Hold on to your testimony. For the testimony is all we got. Hold on to your testimony. Whatever you declare about God, you fight to keep that. And God will reward your faith. God will never fail. He can't fail. But neither can your faith fail. Your faith has to be tried. But it must come out as pure gold. And it will. But you got to contend for it. It's not going to be easy. Because of everybody that's speaking around you. But you have to remember if God be for you. Who can be against you? He's more than the world against you, saints. You don't need the majority because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Shut the gate of your ears. We walk by faith and not by what? Not by sight. You can have it. We've been blessed since we have been in Alaska. And I shared, and I'm going to end with this. I came to Alaska with a duffel bag. Just a duffel bag. No place to live. No place to live. I want you to hear this. No place to live. Showed up in the airport. Didn't even have a car. Somebody had to come get me at the airport. You said, now why would you come this far and not have that? Because God told me to come up here. God told me to come up here. With nothing. Just come up here with nothing. But God gave me a word. All you need is a word. I'm telling you, all you need is a word. Don't let people put limitations on you. A lot of times people tell us how long things going to take. But the Bible declared he'll cut it short in righteousness. God, God is looking for somebody he can do a display on. Because the world is trying to convince the church we got it wrong. You get further doing it the world's way. But the Bible tells us love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. And the enemy assaults us especially when we don't have much. You know you can do better if you do this. Yeah you know you may not be 
so churchy or you may not be, they may not call you saved, but at least you'll have a better car. This is what the enemy tells us. But you got to believe God. Nowhere to live. But you better believe I was shouting. Now you don't shout when you don't believe it. I magnify God in that airport. It's cold, it's 10 degrees. I come from high 90s and it's negative 10. But I magnify God because God's going to do something here. Your eyes haven't saw. I'm going to do it. Don't worry about being picked up from that. Don't worry about that. Despise not a small beginning. Don't worry about it. Because the same folks that saw you get picked up at the airport, wait till they see you again. Wait till they see you again. Now, nowhere to live. Nowhere to live. I magnified God every day. Thanked him. Thanked him for what's going to happen. And I put my testimony out there. I said, now listen, God's going to pay me double for my trouble. Triple for my shame. I walked away from my brand new house, gave it up just to come up here. Church folk told me I wouldn't have done that. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't have done that. That's why God didn't tell you. Because he knew you couldn't have done it. But God will never take you anywhere that he can't keep you. And he'll make a testimony out of you. So God had to allow them to see me and not even have a place to live. But then they wondering, you know, you, you, you are definitely a happy fella not to have a place to live. I said, you, you have no idea. The best is yet to come. You have no idea. I'm magnifying God for where I'm about to go. I'm thanking him for what's going to happen. A year went by, and I'm driving. Elder Hayes, I'm looking at these homes. And I said, now God, you told me, you told me you was going to make a display out of me. You are going to ignite faith. Show up. I found me a realtor that told me it cannot be done. It will not happen. I said, you don't understand. My father got a lot of money. He says, oh, wow, that's, that's awesome. So I guess we can go ahead and cut the deal. I'm talking about my heavenly father. He's rich in houses and land. He's rich. Uh, brother, you know, faith don't work in the uh, banking world. That, that, that that's just don't work. I said, I tell you what, your eyes going to see it. Your eyes shall see it. Your eyes shall see it. He said, well, I'll see it. You know, I danced around in that house. Let me show you this. We went from nowhere coming up here with nothing to getting where God had just opened up the windows and poured it out. I mean, and poured it out to the point that I had to really ask myself, is this really happening? Poured it out. Poured it to the point it got everybody's attention. My neighbor came and told me, now you know this is a professional neighborhood. What kind of profession are you in? I said, I'm a professional soul winner. 
I'm a professional soul winner. That's what I do. How you, how you, uh, and I knew where he wasn't supposed to go. What do you do? I soul win. I soul win. Not sell drugs. I soul win. And as a result of soul winning, I refuse to take my testimony back. If he did it before. Same God. He'll do it again. Saints, I'm going to tell you. He blessed so that we could be a blessing. He blessed so we could be a blessing. And I said, God, there's nobody like you. We don't have to take back our testimony. I just wanted a place to live. But he declared in his word unto him that's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you can ask or think. Where your faith, your faith allows you to do what other folks can't do. Your faith. Your faith may say apartment. My faith say half million dollar houses. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? Your faith. Your faith. And the enemy comes and assault our faith. You can't do it. You can't do it. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I saw. And it have started at Anchorage. Our folks have jobs. Because faith. Folks that, that couldn't even believe God are back in school now. Because of faith. Folks that had given up have now started to have kids because faith. I wanted to tell you, before you take it back, add more to it. Keep adding to it. Keep calling God faithful. Keep calling him a supplier. Keep just keep calling him. And he'll be that and much more. We love you. And we want to encourage you. Let's go get what God got for us. Let's go get it. Are you ready to go get it? Hallelujah. Bless you. God bless you, saints. I hope you enjoyed this message that we brought to you on today. Truly, uh, God is here for you. You can trust God. You can depend on him because God has your back. And just like Solomon had such a great task before him, and many of you are in the midst of situations that are before you, you don't know which way to go, and you're looking for that assistance, that help. It may be a loved one. It may be that you don't know the Lord right now, and that's a great obstacle that's before you. I want to encourage you on today to seek the Lord, seek after him, come humbly to God, and God will hear your prayer. Remember what David said in Psalms 40 and 1, I waited patiently for the Lord and he heard my cry. Praise God. And I want you to know that when you call out to the Lord, he will hear your cry. Be blessed. God bless you. I would like to take a time to thank all listeners of the Lily Kojic podcast. I pray that you or someone close to you was truly blessed by the messages that we bring to you weekly. As we go forward, we ask that you share the podcast with as many people as possible. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7 states, So neither is he that plants anything, neither is he that waters, but God gives the increase. Our goal is to expand this ministry to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. You can help us achieve that goal by supporting us with a donation of any amount. 
We have a donation button located on our podcast page that will allow you to support this ministry. Thank you and God bless.